Welcome to the Holsey B. Mark radio station. Listen, share, follow. Be part of the journey. Listen to things from cryptozoology, UFO, comedy, music, interviews, Freddy the Free Car Show, and much, much more. Enjoy the show. 23rd September 1809, the Atlantic Ocean, 90 miles north of Savannah Dard. Lawrence Bernstein stood on the deck of Africa, his eyes fixed on the horizon and cursed his grief of bringing his ship the crew this far north. It sailed out of two rows more than a month earlier, harpoons sharpened, greased, sails patched, and mended, old emptied and waiting. Making wells had been moving. The migration north bringing in. With a day's sail, the Norwegian shores of Bursley had been determined that Africa would claim her share, as she always had for days and weeks. They had toiled, sticking the fast agricultural beasts with food, with point after point, rubbing them and grinding them, the horning them, the bull, while the blubber was packed and stored in their bones, boiled and carefully sacked ready to be turned into corsets and bowed pigs of Paris. When the hole was full, Burnside had been about to give his crew the order to make for home, an order that always provoked celebration on a slippery deck. He looked out and called down from the main mast, urging him to look to the northwest. By the side, across the deck, and looked out over the stale the distance upon the hump wells, making their way steadily north. Five at least, maybe seven, or even eight. The centre was a male, easily forty foot in length, as he watched the animal's huge tail fin rose. The one crashed down, sending an explosion of frothing white water into the air. The meat, oil and bone of the forty foot humpback would almost double the Africa's return on the on the trip. They were not in birth of nature, nor such an opportunity would present itself. He had climbed on the headquarter deck keeping his eyes locked on the distant wells. He spun the wheel, called the full sail and ran to bring his ship around after them. Oh, it's ahead, said Roswick, thick. But I said, nodded, his first mate was right. Listen, ten miles ahead of them was the southern edge of the Antarctic oyster shelf at the, the point at which they were forced to turn back. After six days, he pushed a crew with a humpback without success. The huge animals are seen to possess the supernatural ability to bathe the ship, disappearing below the freezing grey water for long minutes. A time then racing north, the Brenda's crew struggled with locate them. On two men in occasions, he'd ordered to get alongside them, and ordered Harpoon's phone. But they whistled and harmlessly into ways, moving missing the world by little more than inches. Two days previously, Marcella suggested in his usual quiet manner Perhaps it would be wise to let them go. Burnside would not replied. His old friend not mentioned the idea again. Truth Lars knew his behaviour was becoming irrational, but he no longer cared. He was hurt by his failure to kill the humpbacks. It had taken a personal dimension for him, although it was a failure, despite the whole growing in the veins of Mickey's. So he continued to chase them north. As the furniture dropped and the iceberg became bigger, more frequent, his crew were really unhappy. Though all were too historical to say no, so you are alone, far beyond the rest of the Norwegian fleet. It's seen only in a single ship in last week, 
a vessel headed for England under the captivity of a man called Walter and had passed the previous day had tried up and exchanged pleasantries that they had led been but there had been a wild look about Walton and Patterson had stood out the account of the end quickly. After that had a dread reason that in a very gate Walton's ship drawn quickly in the faces of his crew. He wanted of no part of whatever had fallen them. At time to turn back, said Walton. His beard was thick with his eyes. His eyes were clear. With rubby voice. Rubby voice was steady. Person crumbled far ahead. He saw the breaking water. But the whales were swimming as though they were mocking him. He knew his first mate was right. He had no dispute in the evidence his own eyes. There was simply no chance that Elka could catch the eyes humpbacks before the beard beneath the eyes itself and out of reach forever.